0: Hello there, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast, where we share practical therapy tips and ideas for busy speech-language pathologists. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back as we dive into this week's episode. Hey there, it's Marisha, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast. This summer, we are doing a series called Strategies You Can Use, And we picked different goal areas, and we're going to do a blitz of three evidence-backed strategies that you can use when targeting those specific skills. So these are mostly strategies that have come from the literature, and we're just pulling out the ones that are most practical that might help you if you're feeling stuck or just wanting to try some new strategies when targeting some of our most common goals. So without further ado, let's dive right in. This week we are sharing strategies to target basic concepts and the strategies come from three different articles that had very interesting approaches. So our first one is touching on how we can strategically teach basic concepts And this comes from Seifert and Schwartz. And it is a 1991 article, but I love the studies that include really clear protocols. Even if they are a little bit older, they can give us some practical tips and inspiration on how we can structure our therapy. And, of course, using the whole EBP triangle to make those decisions. But they had three elements of their treatment protocol. The first was direct instructions. So they spent about 15 minutes every week providing examples of two target concepts. Head to the show notes at slpnow.com 129 to check out the article for all of the details on how they selected the targets, exactly what everything looked like. They have some really amazing resources in the article that detail all of the things. But The main takeaway here is that they provided 15 minutes of direct instruction on two target concepts. Then they had 15 minutes of interactive instruction where they had art activities or games specifically designed to incorporate the target concept. Like one of the games that they talked about was throwing beanbags, where they worked on there's lots of concepts that could be included in throwing beanbags. It could be like far or or quiet or short. So lots of things that they can work on there. And then they also included incidental instruction where they did this with Head Start students. So in preschool, and they provided incidental instruction throughout the week. So they worked on that generalization, made sure that the teachers were aware of the concepts and gave them the support that they needed to be able to provide that incidental instruction throughout the week. So it's really cool to see those strategies and feel like those are three things that we could easily incorporate into our sessions. In the SLP Now membership, we totally revamped our basic concepts instruction and the direct instruction that activities that we have are inspired by this article. And we've also have like different ideas for the interactive instruction and all of that. So that's a great resource if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed diving into this. But the article, like I said, does a really great job if you want to dive into that for some easy inspiration as well. Another article by Nicholas Alt and Ha Willer from 2019, a little bit more recent. This was also with preschoolers and they gave some strategies or some like modifications that we can make like a more generic approach for our students. So if we are working with a child who has low overall language or receptive vocabulary skills, trying to show the meaning of a preposition with a bunch of different words and objects might be confusing or distracting. So we might want to teach the target concept with less activity. So maybe we want to work on teaching it just with a farm animal around the barn instead of showing it with the farm animals, all the farm animals and balls and bean bags and all of the things. We might want to limit the variety of objects that we use initially. Like the, we decrease the variability of that input and that can be a helpful strategy. One other strategy and like possible modification that we can use for our kiddos, this was again done with three to four year olds and they found that iconic gestures so where they look like what it means so like for on we can make a fist and put our other hand on if you can imagine what i mean that is very iconic and that can help our students learn we can pair that with our instructions so we can teach them on and under by making a fist and putting our hand our other hand under the fist so on versus under using those iconic gestures can be really helpful. Whereas non-representational gestures weren't as helpful. So like if we were to just make up a random symbol for on, that wouldn't be as helpful for our students. But that is a way to help them learn more of those words. So that was our number two strategy and just like some ideas for additional supports. Then our third strategy, This is an article by Lund et al. in 2019, and they looked at co-treatment of concept development, and this is in children with Down syndrome. The study setup was really interesting. So they had three conditions. So in one group, they taught five different concept words in three different conditions. So it was either by the SLP only, by the adopted PE teacher only, or in a co-treatment condition. So SLP. PE or co-treatment and they had 30 minute large group lessons four days a week for nine weeks. So not totally out of the norm of what we would be able to provide our students. So there were 10 children in the study. Four of the children learned more concepts in co-treatment weeks compared to weeks when the SLP or the PE teacher worked alone. So that co-treatment was really helpful in empowering the students to like learn those concepts which was really interesting and I think that's a great like how fun would that be to go work with a PE teacher like build some community at the school and help our students learn more concepts like that sounds really epic so that again that was from Lund et al in 2019 so quick recap our first strategy is to strategically teach our basic concepts so to build a structure for ourselves Cipher and Schwartz provides great inspiration on how to do that in terms of selecting the words and the specific activities throughout the week. And so it really is like 30 minutes of instruction time and then empowering the teachers to provide incidental instruction throughout the week. So totally doable in terms of a the model. Then the second strategy was ideas for modifications. So limiting the variability of the input when we're teaching those basic concepts, and then also considering using iconic gestures to help kids learn those words. And then our third strategy was to co-treat and consider working with a PE teacher or another teacher to implement some of that basic concepts instruction. And I think that the layout from Cypher and Schwartz that I mentioned in strategy one could be really helpful. So these all kind of tie together and are just some strategies that we can consider when targeting basic concepts with our students and setting them up for success. So that's a wrap on our ideas and quick blitz of strategies for basic concepts. And next week, we'll be back with more strategies on vocabulary growth in general. So We'll see you then and have a great week in the meantime. Thanks for listening to the SLP Now podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your SLP friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent directly to you. See you next time.